You can be a powerful, purpose-driven woman on a regular Tuesday afternoon. You can be a powerful, purpose-driven woman, fully in her feminine integrity, wherever you are, with whatever is going on in your life. It's not tied to your circumstances. It's not tied to anything. You can be a powerful, purpose-driven, feminine woman anywhere, under any circumstances. Don't ever let yourself believe the lie that you need certain circumstances, resources, or location, or contacts to be powerful and purpose-driven. Because that is not the case. Honestly, a woman working as a cleaning lady can have a bigger impact than some CEO of a company if she's realized her power and how she's never a victim of her circumstances. And so let's talk about how to become a powerful, purpose-driven feminine woman. Oh my goodness, you guys, I was just jamming to this song. You know, one of those pop songs that is accidentally like really profound. And I think Katy Perry's Rise is one of those songs. And I just, you know, the lyrics are really good. I don't know if you've heard it. It starts off as, I won't just survive. Oh, you will see me thrive. Can't write my story. I'm beyond the archetype. I won't just conform. No matter how you shake my core, cause my roots they run deep. Sorry, I went off and started actually singing. (laughs) because I was just feeling the song so much and it just taps into that power right and um you know it's just you know part of this theme of of today's episode and I thought maybe you should go and listen to the song after this episode just to you know get yourself pumped up get yourself feeling like you are totally not going to conform you are totally not just here to survive but you are here to be a powerful purpose-driven woman right right so i hope that sort of gets you started you know shake your body a little bit and take a deep breath and let that message sort of sink in so let's just run through these things because i have seven points for you and I can't be sitting here for too long because sitting for too long at this point, you know, I'm now 33 weeks pregnant. It just starts to ache everywhere. My back starts to ache and everything. And even though I'm on the birthing ball, the exercise ball, moving my hips all the time, I still, (laughs) like, I need to get up more often and stretch and just, you know, get moving because it's, yeah, well, anyway... Number one, I want to start off is what, how, how does a purpose-driven, powerful woman, feminine, powerful, feminine woman act and behave? Well, we obviously, we have to start 
with how she is actively choosing her thoughts, her energy, and her beliefs. So she's always replacing men mental lethargy. <laughs> Sad how you say it. Lethargy, lethargy, um, anyway. This sort of mental laziness and victim attitude with a choice to claim what is already promised. So instead of using faith, devotion, religion, um, any ideas about like fate and well, things will just be as they're meant to be, uh, while they are, they do have some value and truth to them, we can use these ideas as um, just bypassing mechanisms so that we can stay stuck essentially <laughs> that we can choose um this sort of lazy attitude towards life that if something is meant to be it'll just happen it'll just fall on my lap if i'm meant to have success in in some area then it it should it shouldn't be too hard right and that is totally not the case like anyone who has succeeded in anything knows that it takes like i said in our last episode about discipline it takes discipline it takes rewiring your beliefs and your what you're thinking on a day-to-day -day basis because your beliefs are just thoughts that you've thought so many times that they've become beliefs about life and about you and your worth and all of that and i was just reading this book called portal uh, and it's actually about birth, because I'm preparing for that right now. It's by Yolan Norris Clark. And it's quite, um, ex you know, extreme almost in, in many ways. If, if you've read, if you read it, you would know. But there is so much in it that I've, I've just devoured. And it has spoken to my heart and my soul about life in general. And all of the lessons that I've learned about birth so far are completely applicable to life in general. So it's not just about birth. But here's one uh, passage that I really want to share with you. And I was posting about this in my story is actually uh, the other day because it spoke to me so much and it, it's already been active in me. And when this passage came along, I was like, oh my goodness, this is life, right? And she writes, I once did a birth preparation coaching session with a beloved client who said, I would love to have a pain-free, blissful birth experience, but God will decide. To this, I replied, no, you will decide. God has already decided that this is available for you and for any woman to choose. And then she continues later on, quote, God has already created the parameters and the framework for us to choose. And this goes back to like free will. And the idea that devotion or faith is a matter of simply throwing our hands up in the air and letting God quote unquote decide is one of the most irksome, ineffectual, and frankly lazy, if not cowardly, forms of spiritual bypassing, in my opinion. And it's also an outlook that can easily slide into irresponsibility, even so far as being used as an excuse for wrongdoing. 
Now, this is really deep, like really deep, and it goes um, really far, right? But I really agree with this. Like, if, if we're just always throwing up our hands up in the air and, and being like, well, let fate decide or God decide or whatever it is that you, you would use and you would talk about. And it's just, you know, it'll be as it'll be. And, and, and you know, whatever happens is, you know, whatever happens. And I'll just, you know, I'll just take in whatever happens. You know, it, it, it kind of has that sort of mental attitude and the whole parameter is geared towards I'm not an active participant in this I can wish for things I can want for things but I'm not an active participant in this equation and that is so not true we are here to co-create our experience our reality and if you already have this burning desire it's there for a reason right and your task, the part that you have to take um, accountability for and responsibility for is how you show up and how you are actively claiming something that has already been promised, especially if you are quoting the Bible. (laughs) Do not do that if you're actually not going to live by it, if you're actually not going to like activate what has already been promised. Like it's not like oh yeah, I'd love to have a beautiful marriage, but let's see what happens. And then you're just like, there's nothing wrong with praying, obviously. <laughs> I encourage you to do that. And there's t- tremendous power in prayer and in also like setting intentions and and, and um, all of that. But we also need to be recalibrating our system. And hopefully prayer is doing exactly that. It's recalibrating our whole system so that we can change, so that we can be a more receptive, activated vessel for the beautiful life to, you know, to manifest for all of those dreams and desires that you have and you hold in your heart that are the deepest, the the truest ones that you can't get rid of no matter what you do, right? That's what it's about. So I want you to swap thoughts like, oh, it's so hard to get myself to do a workout or marriage is really difficult or I hate this job, I'm stuck, I can't work this out, I can't find the money, why does it have to be so hard, if I was meant to have this, it would be easier for me. Or I have to cook again. I have to clean again. Oh, well, I'll probably have a poor night's sleep anyway again. So what's the point? Um, It's so hard to give up refined extra sugar or processed food. Like I need, I just need the sweet spikes and I just need this this burger and whatever (laughs) it might be for you and I want you to swap those thoughts with realizing your power to choose. I choose to do this workout and I choose to enjoy it. I choose my feminine power and my thoughts in this marriage. I choose to see the man I fell in love with in him today. I choose to enjoy myself while working on this job 
No one can stop me from enjoying myself if I so choose. I am never stuck because I'm choosing my thoughts and I'm choosing to do the next thing I know will elevate my energy. Just the next thing. I don't have to know the whole plan. I'm choosing to see the possibilities this situation offers. I'm choosing to stay optimistic. I choose ease because I can always make any task easier with my attitude. I choose to love what I do and soon my mind will be on board. That's how your mind works, okay? I choose to enjoy cooking and I make it fun for me. I choose to love my body with simple but healthy home-cooked meals. I choose to have a good night's sleep tonight and I choose to honor my boundaries with tech and blue light because I value my sleep. I choose to give up refined sugar. There's lots of ways for me to enjoy sweetness in a more healthy way. So these are just some examples. But when you swap those disempowering, dampening, heavy thoughts with I choose or I'm choosing and I'm choosing to enjoy that choice also, it just, it, it makes such a difference, honestly. And so many people in the like sort of personal development space, therapy space, hypnotherapy space are talking about this because it's life-changing when you understand the power of choice, that you are always co-creating your experience and once you realize this, you can never be a victim. And you also notice here that you are using discipline as a masculine frame to help you claim your full power. So you might have to and you will have to use discipline, self-discipline to change those thoughts and start saying what you actually want to say because it doesn't come naturally at first. It will take some time for it to become more natural, but it will because your mind cannot resist or sort of say no to that because you are reprogramming it. Right. I've honestly, I've taught myself to love working out, doing Pilates. At first, it was just so hard. <laughs> but I used discipline in the first, you know, the first uh, month or two. And then it became a habit. And I started loving it. I started to love the endorphins that I got every morning from working out. I've taught myself to love cooking. I've taught myself to enjoy cleaning. I've taught myself to enjoy and appreciate menial low-paying jobs that I've had in the past, like I've talked about this, that I've been cleaning houses and, and being a personal assistant for seniors. I've been helping, I've been helping um, also as a life auxiliary, I've been helping um, people with very difficult disabilities. I've seen how hard life can be and it just I've ever since I, I just cannot complain about working out for example because I see it as such a privilege to be able to do that when some people actually cannot right and I've I've enjoyed or I've taught myself to enjoy my vocal practice like we're talking doing the same scale practices 
and exercises over and over and over and to appreciate my husband more than I ever did on our wedding day for example or in the beginning phases in the honeymoon phase of our relationship I've taught myself to enjoy writing a thesis and seeing how applying feminine principles to something like that can just create incredible results and it's all through choosing it's all through the power of choice and setting an intention and realizing that that if I see limits in something I can always change that so there are things that I'm choosing now is to love my pregnant body even with all the aches and pains and the swelling and all the things that's going on and I'm choosing to love my upcoming birth experience even as a person who used to be so afraid of it I've been rewiring my mind intentionally around this thing and I've chosen to love it already and I'm choosing to get up in the morning even when I'm tired you know I don't sleep that well now you know as I'm waking up every hour or so almost and I'm choosing to stick to my wellness routine to my visualization practice I'm choosing to stick with creating a valuable podcast even as I may have you know lower energy than normally and all of that and I'm also choosing to swap sugary treats with healthy options and to bake more to to cook more and to invest in slow health kind of living right so realize the power of choice what are you choosing today okay number two a powerful purpose-driven woman knows that life is is stingy yeah (laughs) that life is stingy with her when she is stingy with life and herself and I posted on Instagram that God isn't stingy with us we are and I I've seen this to be true over and over and over and I'm relearning this all the time when I'm allowing myself to learn it right we are the ones who put on these limitations like yes other people may have done that the whole like socialization conditioning all of that yeah it totally has a huge part to play and what we've seen women around us claim for themselves affects us deeply but at the end of the day it is our responsibility to stop being stingy with ourselves and with life because if I fight for my limitations like saying this is this is hard like this is this is why it's so hard for me to do x y or z and it cannot happen for me because of my background I don't have the contacts I don't have the resources I just don't have what she has or what she has and 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 I choose to see myself as a victim here like I just don't have enough that's an example of fighting for my limitations and I'm effectively choosing lack and scarcity and my mind will then look for proof of more lack and scarcity because that's how your mind works it's just doing what what you're you know ordering it to do essentially and the mind again it's a beautiful 
masculine function tool that we have that we need to have a conscious relationship with as feminine women even as we're building this whole body relationship we're not discarding the mind and how powerful it can be for us so you can change that all those thoughts that of I can't make it work which will make your mind look for proof of that into I can make this work or asking powerful questions of how can I make this work and your mind will start to look for um, things that you might not might not have thought of um, previously okay number three um, a powerful woman knows how to create internal safety and alchemize her emotions okay we are deeply emotional beings as feminine women. As women in general, we are biologically wired to be more emotional and intuitive and sensitive, even as we have differences between us like in, on an individual level. And emotional processing and reprocessing is a skill. It's not something you're born with. It's something you practice and especially if you weren't taught, like most of us weren't taught as we were growing up, how to do it effectively, how to actually use anger and feel anger and process anger in a healthy way. Rather, most of us women were taught to suppress it until it actually started to create all kinds of symptoms in our, in our system, right? So it's something you practice, okay? And it has a huge impact on everything. You are not just a physical being or just an emotional being. It's all tied together, right? And for my healing journey from chronic pain, emotional reprocessing was the most important skill I had to learn. And also like to rewire my, my brain and my nervous system. I had a client report to me that she had lessened back pain after a session we had and it was like really deep we dove straight uh, straight into like um, mother wounds and all of that and really feeling our way through it and after that I was not surprised to hear that she would have a lot less um, physical sensation in her body that was previously bugging her because that's how it works, right? Our emotions affect our physical being, okay? So you can start small by journaling daily, brain dumping in the morning and setting powerful intentions. So it doesn't have to be this big thing, but a really powerful, sometimes it feels like it's too ordinary to just, you know, write without editing in the morning just all your thoughts on the page but honestly keep it up for three months and you'll start to see change you'll start to get aha moments you'll start to realize and see connections between things you didn't see before another client success story I want to share here is again related to the power of alchemizing your emotions and to and, and about 
healing your father wounds, your the wounds around your relationship with God and meeting your inner child and all of that. And this superstar of, of a client of mine, she went through, like, through creating inner safety. She, and boldly facing her wounds around her relationship with God and a sort of religiosity that had twisted things and meeting her inner child's needs and she just she went from unhappy and confused after a breakup and and an almost like toxic relationship situation to now shopping rings with a man she met while working with me and she's feeling peaceful and right and and lovely and you know beautiful all about it it's it's just so beautiful I'm so inspired by these stories because it's it's not about you know me being some magical force here but but it is really a testament to to the liberating power of of a woman who isn't afraid of meeting those darker places in her psyche, in her past, in her mind, in her body, and then working through that and and taking responsibility and accountability for herself and really choosing a different outcome, different reality, right? And that's where you get to live. That's possible for everyone, honestly, everyone. But it takes that radical self-responsibility okay number four is a powerful purpose-driven woman knows that courage comes first and then comes confidence so you don't think your way to confidence we've talked about this before you don't think your way to confidence no one progresses and gets better at something without inspired aligned action Right, devotion, emotion, okay? So this woman knows the value also of not being perfect, of being that C student, I guess. In Finland, we don't have like, our grading scales are not, they don't use letters, they use numbers. So for us, it would be like a seven student, six, seven student, eight student. <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, like like being a C student, there's tremendous value in that. Not aiming for perfection, but just starting, just going for it, just starting that, you know, that dating process, going on for dates, um, doing the work, creating that stuff that you want to create. Because the process is also the most satisfying often. She makes bold decisions knowing that confusion is often just a choice to stay in fear. Whenever you find yourself saying, I'm so confused, stop saying that first of all. It's again, it's like a, it's a bypassing mechanism of sorts. It's just something that we say, right? When we are not courageous enough to acknowledge what we know, acknowledge what we actually want, 
and acknowledge what we know we ought to be doing. We're staying in fear. Okay. So take a deep breath. Let all of this land before we continuing continue on with the next ones. I'm going to use my birthing ball again to sway my hips a little bit because I need to keep myself in motion and you need to do do that too right lubricate your hips woman you need to be doing that every day a million times a day all right also a bonus tip because I feel like sharing this I every time I talk with my women um I just, you know, I'm reminded of the importance of of staying organized with our tech life. I shared about this um, on my Instagram stories also, so we just wanted to share it as a sort of public service <laughs> reminder. <laughs> so I'm reminding you to stay on top of your safety online. Like, delete your old emails, delete your old attachments in your emails unless you need them store them somewhere else if you're using gmail and it just saves everything automatically to your drive just go through those attachments also to create space and um, use a third-party safety app like you know that confirmation app uh, with your social media accounts your email accounts don't use your phone numbers as a way to um confirm that it's you I've heard from experts that phone numbers are much easier to to hack and to get a hold of so using a third-party app there are plenty like Microsoft has one I think Google has one and then there are others that you can use when you're like um signing on or logging in to Instagram to your email account to Facebook whatever wherever you have like personal information and so do that um, and also create backups of your computer on a sec- separate hard disk if you have a computer or a laptop do that regularly honestly all of these are like basic things and for me at least I Um, confess that it's easy to forget and easy to not be or stay on top of these things but no one wants to be hacked and I've just I've heard so many people on Instagram for example get hacked and how much of a hassle that is so whilst we can't always control everything there are stuff we can stay on top of And so stay on top of your tech, your online safety, and honestly just delete anything that you don't need and store things in a safe, safer place. Don't use your Gmail account as a piling mountain of information about you that someone could hack potentially or your Instagram or whatever and use those third-party logging in safety apps Um, like a second what what's the word I can there's a they're not called safety apps but now I'm just you know I'm losing the word like a second stage whatever two-step confirmation something something (laughs) 
Anyway, that was just a random bonus tip for my powerful women out there who want to stay on top of their um on top of their things and on top of their lives, right? Okay. And then what do we have? I just realizing as I'm reading through this list of my notes that number five is already like kind of said, but I just still want to add it here. Um, so this is a continuation of everything we've been talking about. So a powerful woman, a powerful purpose-driven woman is really committed to renewing her mind daily. So in scripture in Ephesians 4, 24, you know, we're, we're reminded that we're, we're to be constantly renewed. I love this phrase that's in, in there be constantly renewed and that again it's not just something that happens automatically it's something that we choose I believe it's something we choose actively so you can start by just setting that intention every morning like what are you focusing on today where is your energy going who are you showing up as? Who is this woman? Like, do you have a clear vision of the woman you want to be? Like, if you don't have a clear vision, like how she thinks, how she behaves, how she dresses, how she um, treats other people, how she shows up for herself, like what are the non-negotiables in her life? What are her values? And what kind of a life is she accustomed to? What, what is she familiarizing to herself? What is she growing to be more accustomed to? Let's say that you want more freedom, more abundance in your life. I mean, I definitely want, and I'm, I'm on that journey. I've been on that journey for years and it's, it's a beautiful journey. And I realize that I need to be asking myself, okay, what am I supposed to be familiarizing myself with? Because I know that my mind will resist anything that is unfamiliar. So if I'm used to being, okay, I'm used to being um, a poor student, like a broke ass student, (laughs) and that because that was a reality for me in many ways for for years as I was doing two you know getting my two degrees one in music one in uh, English philology and so I mean I had to at one point I had to realize that this is what I'm really used to and if I don't take responsibility around this that I am intentionally familiarizing myself with a different way of thinking and seeing the world then I will never change and my situation will never change and so it's been one step at a time taking those courageous steps doing things that I never thought I would um, staking my claim and saying that I'm worthy even when I don't feel like it and when I'm scared and also learning a lot like okay learning how does a person with with um, prosperity and abundance think how do they behave 
So then I start to do these little action steps. Okay, I'm setting setting my, you know, this past me. Okay, I'm setting my um, savings account. I'm, I have two investment accounts and I'm starting small. And so that's, that's the thing. Like you can start small. And if I didn't allow myself to start small, I would never have started because it would have been just too like overwhelming and too much for me to even think about and wrap my head around because my relationship with money used to be like in the past it used to be so twisted and like avoidant and all of that (laughs) so this is also an area where I'm constantly renewing myself and it's so cool because it works it does it works and you start to see more possibilities for yourself so again it's like asking yourself how can this be possible for me and what am I not seeing here I love to ask that question in prayer what am I not seeing here if I'm faced with um, a challenge or I don't see a solution to something yet I'm asking that question because a first of all it primes my subconscious mind to start looking for solutions that I wasn't thinking of and also spiritually it allows me to stay open so that I can receive wisdom that I wasn't just aware of previously instead of latching on to that thinking that I may have used to have may have used to have what what I I may have had in the past that it's not possible right now and it's just you know not all of that just thinking in terms of lack and yeah so that's what I wanted to remind you of okay number six of a powerful purpose driven woman is that she knows herself and what drives her because we're different okay some things are are quite universal and they do apply to most of us if not all of us but it is so worth it to know what drives you so we humans we have these some people have categorized these as the six basic human needs and for most of us there is one or two that rises above the others so the six human needs are one certainty which is like you want to make sure that you for example avoid pain or gain pleasure you want to be sure about stuff there's like you're looking for certainty in life number two is the opposite of that is uncertainty or or variety so you're always looking for variety in life you you need to have change and new changing stimuli new stuff happening new experiences you have this need for the unknown number three is significance feeling significant having this sensation that you are unique you are important you are needed you are special um you you have that drive for significance and you want others to recognize that significance in you number four connection or love so this drive to have closeness with someone or something this drive for deeper union 
this drive for this feeling of love and connection and I mean I can probably testify that most of us women we would we would say that this is important but it, it still might not be the top need that you have um, number five is growth so looking for growth in all areas of life especially those that matter to you the most and are like aligned with your values you want to feel that expansion in all areas of life you want to develop your skills your capability your understanding you know gain wisdom gain gain knowledge information under uh, all of that and that sort of expansion of capacity and uh, for me actually this is the top need that I have not to say that the other ones are important um, and they're important like in, in in various degrees but growth for me is like the top one and so understanding that about myself helps me align my life accordingly so that I can feel satisfied right and then the last one number six is contribution so the sense that you are serving others, that you are contributing to their lives, to, to a cause, to something that is important, that you focus on helping, you want to be helping, you want to be supporting others, you, you always want to be there for others and to, to give to others, to contribute, um, whether it's through your work or... Um, it might be um, some volunteer work that you do or your life in general with your relationships and your family. So these are the six basic needs. And again, if one pops out the most, that might be the one that you sort of, that is highlighted for you, that is the most important one for you. And that doesn't mean that the other ones don't play a role. Uh, I mean, definitely for me, growth is the the most important one but con contribution and connection and love and significance all of these things are still important and they definitely play a role and you can actually take a quiz if you're not sure if you want to just you know find out for yourself which one of these is driving you um there's one at tony robbins website so i'll put a link in the show notes if you want to take that and check it out for yourself but I think just it's important to know what drives you because that helps you again make better decisions make empowered queenly decisions for you um, in terms of like how you use your time and your your resources your investments all of that to see like what is important and just you know understanding and knowing yourself helps in life in general so that you don't waste time being confused why you're not satisfied for example why life feels like blah because you might not understand or realize that you're actually not um, activating this need for example if I wasn't constantly doing things every day that contribute to my growth and expansion of capability and capacity and understanding I would not be as satisfied with my daily life and it would be harder for me to stay in that bliss bliss zone right so knowing this for you 
is important because then you can arrange your life accordingly, right? And lastly, let's just mention surrender. There's a lot of like intentionality and responsibility that goes into all of this, but we still are learning through surrender. Like for example, the way I'm preparing for the next phase in my life, there's a lot of preparation, mental, physical, emotional, spiritual. But at the same time, I realize that it is through surrender that I can receive. It is through surrendering to the fact that I cannot know everything, that I can't pre-plan everything. And sometimes plans don't work. Like they, you just, you have to throw them in the wind because you realize that that's not how things are rolling. But it is still that in our preparation, I believe, of setting your intentions, aligning yourself with what you want and choosing what you want, that helps you surrender into the moment, to surrender into the unknown and just to take one step at a time towards your dream, your goal. Whatever it might be, you're worthy of it, you're capable of it, all of it is there for you to choose. Abundance is available, joy is available, healing is available, a beautiful relationship and marriage is available. But we have to be constantly choosing it. So what are you choosing today? I hope this episode inspired you in some way. If it did, I'd love to see you share it. Thank you so much for leaving a written review if you're listening on um, Apple um, Podcasts. It helps so much for us to reach more women who need to be hearing these messages. And also, if you're listening on Spotify, you can leave a five-star rating. Helps a lot with, uh, you know, reachability again. And thank you just for being here. I mean, I wouldn't be doing this if, if, um, if it weren't for you. I love to be on this journey with you. And I want us to rise together. <laughs> again, going back to that song by Katy Perry, maybe you want to go and listen to it and just get pumped up and realize that you're not here to just survive. You're here to thrive. But what are you choosing? Again, if you're curious about working with me one-on-one, check out the links in the show notes about my private coaching container. If you haven't signed up for my email list yet and gotten my free audio activations and a workbook, you can do that also by clicking a link in the show notes. And with all that being said, I hope you have a wonderful day and stay in the vibrant flow. <laughs>